Welcome to the Spotlight, day 21 of National Podcast Post Month. I am Ben Beck, the host of the program. And Reese Darby, this was a fun one. This was a really fun one. Uh, Reese had come on to promote a show called Wrecked, which was on TBS and ran actually quite a few seasons. It was kind of like a, uh, a comedic lost which was uh, a lot of fun. But uh, Reese was great. I was so looking forward to speaking to him, mainly because I, at the time I was, I am still to this day, such a fan of the movie What We Do in the Shadows, which has since spun off into a, uh, a television show at this point. Uh, but Reese was a total blast. I, I had been a fan of his for a while. I hope you guys enjoy this. This is the rewind of my conversation with Reese Darby. Enjoy. Welcome back into the showcast. Uh, hey, Adam, guess what? What? We got a guest. <laughs> and I'm very excited to speak to this gentleman. He's a comedian who I've been a fan of for a very long time. Adam, I know you are too. Uh, every time I see him pop on the screen, I absolutely light up because he just always makes me laugh. You've seen him from everything uh, from a band manager to a radio DJ to a very excited Harry Potter fan. Uh, and now you can see him as a castaway on the new TBS show, Wrecked, which airs Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. Please welcome to the program, Mr. Reese Darby. Reese, how you doing? Hello. Good. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, uh, don't mention it. We're, as I said, we're, we're big fans, so we're very, very excited to speak with you. I'll have, to, I'll have to get your names. I'm, I'm, I'm writing a list of all my fans. Uh, <laughs> that's got to be a long list. I've got a, I've got a big pad. <laughs> well, this is Ben and Adam, so we can just add us right onto that list. Okay, Ben and Adam, right. <laughs> and just your phone numbers too, because I'll need to contact you guys just when I. I'll get, I'll get those off you later. Okay, that'll work. <laughs> Uh, you know, as we said, we're big fans. We've seen you in a, in a bunch of different things. I love when you pop up on shows like At Midnight and things like that, just because I always know it's going to be a good episode. But, it, <laughs> uh, you know, from uh, thanks to the great people over at TBS, we've had an opportunity to uh, advance a couple episodes of Wrecked, and we're already fans, man. It's it's a funny, funny show. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely uh, different, you know, in this day and age of setting shows inside we thought would do one outside <laughs> uh for people you know for our listeners who haven't had a chance to see advanced episodes like we have tell everybody a little bit about what the show is well uh it starts off rather uh disastrously which uh, i think you'll find is a word uh <laughs> there's a wreckage a, a plane crashes on a deserted island and there are survivors uh, once you get past that horrific start, the, then the show uh, really just um, unfurls into... Is that a word? Unfurl? I'm using, I think so. There's a whole lot of new words coming, uh, <laughs> coming at you in this section. Uh, unfurls into a, well, a kind of a, a Lord of the Flies situation with a whole bunch of misfits that don't really know each other trying to survive uh, somewhere where there's absolutely no one else living uh and they're cut off from from the world which is which is difficult to believe in 2016 <laughs> but we are and uh so we have to get along and um so it's it's a survivor comedy 
Yeah. I, yeah, I think one of the biggest comparisons that I've seen online, and I've even seen it myself too, uh, I, I guess it's really like a comedic version of Lost. Yeah, that's, that's, the, uh, that's, the, that's the one thing people keep saying. But it's not a parody of Lost. So I think there might be one or two uh, Lost kind of references in the first episode or so, and then you kind of forget about Lost after that. Well, not entirely, because who can forget about Lost? <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's a similar kind of setting. Um, and yeah, I think, I think that what made that show so successful is people love the idea of being somewhere completely out of their comfort zone, away from their own world where they can forget about their normal life and lead some kind of different imaginary life. And I think that's what this show offers people as well. It's the ultimate, ultimate getaway package. Yeah. Were you a fan of Lost when Lost was on? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, me and uh, everyone else um, (laughs) that I know. (laughs) You know, we watched it to a certain point and then you kind of went, oh, yeah, well, they're clearly making this up as they go along. Let's just forget about it. (laughs) And, uh, you know, come back when they tell us how it ends yeah i think that's one of the things i like about wrecked too is i mean while there are comparisons to lost lost was a show that kind of took itself a little too seriously sometimes whereas you guys don't do that at all and it just makes it so much more enjoyable to watch yeah i mean there's a lot of gags um you know the 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 writers are a couple of young brothers um and they're pretty fantastic the shipley brothers this is their uh, i think could be their first thing they've done and uh, it's the great thing they've they've done is they've um, you know they've got a great young cast of comedic actors and they're also you know they've got and then they've got me the old guy with uh, <laughs> with a few skills in my pocket and they and they let me improvise <laughs> they let people kind of come through and because uh, comedy is an organic process you can write as write as much down as you like but on the day things can change and new ideas can happen. Uh, you know, at the flick of an eye, and you've got to let those things come in, and and you never know what gold can come from spontaneity. So it's, uh, yeah, they let that happen as well. So it's it's um, it's yeah, it's it's a good mix. Yeah. Were you guys? Uh, was production mostly in Hawaii, like Lost was, or was it somewhere uh, no, else? No, it's, that it's is Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. I well, wish it was Hawaii. Bad. Still not bad. <laughs> <laughs> still can't complain about Puerto, Puerto Rico. But it was Puerto Rico and. Uh, yeah, so, you know, it was still some beautiful beaches, and, and you know, it's a great place, very friendly people, but uh, it was it was two very long flights to get back to uh, L.A., um, <laughs> so I, I really did feel stranded. Yeah, I bet. Um, I, I think one of, for anyone who hasn't at least watched the pilot yet, definitely check it out. I think one of the, the greatest um, cameos of all time by James Scott in the pilot, and uh, oh, yeah. you're... Your reaction to uh, to your legs after the plane was lifted on you was great too. Is, is there I um, keep a, a meme of that man? It freaks me out. <laughs> oh, I gotta find that. I just I love the reaction. I was, um, I was laughing for a good couple minutes after that. But like, is there? Do you guys get to do any improv or anything on there? Or is it mostly all scripted or? It's it's all scripted, but um, you know I jump off the page as often as I can and give them a few examples of uh, other lines that might be better than what they've written, and they usually take them. <laughs> that's kind of how I work. <laughs> that's funny, guys. But what if I was to say this? And they go, Oh yeah, that's actually better. So um, that's kind of what I do in, in a lot of projects. But um, you know, you can take it or leave it. No skin off my nose. 
Yeah, and and like you said, it uh, Jordan Shipley and Justin Shipley, and and I believe it is their first major TV uh, show that they've done. And honestly, just from the first few episodes, they created it, but they're also involved in writing, and the, and the writing on the show is really good. And and the cast, like you said, it, it's very ensemble like um, in the cast. Yeah, and, it's exactly there... the kind of uh, the bunch of people that you would see on a plane. You know, there's there's some really interesting types. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, there's there's no like one like one star either. Like everybody, there's no weak link. There's no, you know what I mean. Everybody is very strong on the show and pretty equal too. Everyone, everyone has their own uh, backstory, and you get to see over time, you know, where each character came from and where they're going and and why they act the way they do. Because you see, you know, what what they've been through before they hit the island. So it's kind of. uh, and that way, I guess that's a bit like Lost as well, but it, it really. Oh, we lost him. Oh. Damn. We got disconnected. What the hey? I don't know what happened. Hopefully they call back in. I Are you there? Yes, yep. we're here. Yeah, I, I do that. When I run out of ideas, I just hang up. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's all I right. can't remember what I was saying, but anyway, it was it was very important. <laughs> that's all right. We were just we were talking about a particular scene while we were waiting to get reconnected with you about the. Uh, I think it's in the second it's episode, se- episode two, yeah, where you're you're discussing what you believe is a baby, but it turns out to be a, a Callaway golf club. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> baby Callaway. The old, the old classic misidentification. <laughs> Um, I want to focus on on you and your background for a minute because I know your background. It, it's very interesting. I know you're from New Zealand, obviously, and but I did, what I didn't know was you actually started in the army as a signaler. Yeah, that's right. Um, what I made you? What made you want to go from that to comedy? Well, I always had comedy. It was in me, and my blood flowed through me. Um, all through school, I was the class clown, stuff like that. But I, I never knew. Uh, especially in New Zealand, that, you know, it would lead to a job. So at that same time, I I was in the uh, cadets. I was an Air Force cadet and then an Army cadet. This is like just a a teenager kind of uh, like scouts, you know. And so my progression led me to join the the regular service. And um, perhaps, you know, uh, my idea was to... On a liberate a small country or rescue some POWs. I think I'd, I, I think <laughs> I films and um, uh, you know I did it and we didn't. I didn't end up uh, rescuing anyone. I, there was some sheep I, I, <laughs> I rescued during a very heavy winter. Um, but yeah, once I got in the military, it was all too serious. I, I wasn't really the right fit, and so I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't stay there. And my comedy got me into trouble. I used to do impressions of the uh, officers and things. And, um, yeah, I, I was kind of good for morale amongst the other troops, but uh, they were worried that if we did deploy at some point, um, I might end up uh, leading the platoon into, you know, into trouble. So um, <laughs> I was advised perhaps to move on. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's worked out well so far, I would say. Yeah, I got a lot of um, ammunition, as it were, from from my army stories. Um, and if you see any of my stand-ups, some of my latest stuff, you'll you'll see I do some um, some good army army stories. And and it, and it you know it taught me a lot. It taught me some self-discipline and to 
look after myself and to turn up to work on time. And these are all good skills you need in any job. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know for even for your stand-up, uh, uh, if anything, you do a really good impression of uh, the sounds of Vietnam, which I've seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing I took away from the, from the Army, was the, <laughs> the sound effects of, of machine guns. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know you, know you do a lot of television and film now, but any plans anytime soon to possibly tour again? Uh, yeah, well, we'll see how we go. I mean, the U.S. is such a, a big behemoth to tour. Um, I, I certainly tour the U.K. and Australia and New Zealand um, every every couple of years. But if my profile keeps getting bigger here and I feel like people would, would turn up, then, um, yeah, maybe I'll do the States. I'd love to. I mean, yeah. you know, I've got I've got a, definitely got a few stories to tell. So, um, yeah, I would... Uh, I would never say never. Uh, let's just see. Yeah, I know, because we would love to see you out here in the Philly area if you ever came about. I know I'd be in the audience if you ever got oh, here. Absolutely. Oh, cool. All right, yeah. That's why I say I'm getting this list together. And <laughs> <laughs> once, once I'm in the double figures, you know, I might, I might hit the road. <laughs> uh, well, I, I know one thing uh, that I probably would not have asked maybe two years ago uh, that I'm going to ask now because now I have a child and you actually did a voice on, uh, do a voice on Jake and the Neverland Pirates, which is, uh, familiar to any parent probably out there. Yes. Uh, as Disney channel is always on it. I mean, that's not necessarily a comedy, but did you ever think about doing like animated comedy as something to kind of dive into at some point in your career? Cause it seems like a really fun from, from everyone we've talked to who, who does it, it seems really fun. Oh, it is fun. And I do, I, I'm in a, a show called Voltron, the legendary defender. I, I, I play a character in that. And that's um, a comedic role, which I really enjoy. Um, and I've also Netflix got a, a, yeah, is it's on the, Netflix. The, yeah. Yes. Okay. So check that out. I'm pretty much a space version of me on, on that. Um, <laughs> I will have to watch it. Yeah. Um, and I do have plans to, yeah, to, um, create an animated comedy because I think you can just go so, uh, so much further with, with animation. Um, it takes longer to make, but you've got more options once you're there. And of course it's easier to, uh, run down to the sound booth, uh, as opposed to fly to Puerto Rico. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's in the works, that idea. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, as I mentioned, you know, before, and we've mentioned a couple times, you've done a number of films, you know, from the Harry Potter, you know, the bank manager and Yes Man to, um, you know, to a number of other roles to uh, the, the Alpha Wolf in What We Do in the Shadows, which is such an underrated, great movie. Um, but the one role I have to mention, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up to you while we're talking to you. It's probably one of my top five favorite movies of all time. Uh, I, I'm so in love with the film pirate radio. Uh, Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Or the boat that rocked, awesome. depending on where you're, uh, where you're from. Yeah. That's the British ver- version. It first came out as the boat that rocked. And, um, if you, if you've only seen pirate radio, you should try and get the boat that rocked. Cause it's a lot, it's a longer, the UK cut has like an extra, um, half an hour in it. Oh, I've actually, yeah, I've seen that cut actually, and it's um, it, it's it's great. I mean, there's so there are a number of scenes that are not in the U.S. version. Yeah, uh, I don't know why they cut some stuff, but um, the the U.K. one is it makes a, a little bit more sense 
on certain in certain areas because they cut some stuff for the U.S. one. But um, hey, look, that sh- that film was the was the best time because you know I'm sure if you're a fan of it, you can see how much fun we had making it. That's exactly what we did. We were on a ship listening to the greatest rock and roll music ever created, uh, drinking and hanging out with the best <laughs> talent you've ever seen. Um, it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a trip for sure. Yeah. I mean, you've mentioned that. And everything. dressing up like those, and then dressing up in those <laughs> 1960 outfits yeah. <laughs> and the dance sequences. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you mentioned pretty much everything I love about that film. The cast, including yourself is phenomenal. The soundtrack. I listened to that soundtrack probably all the way through at least once a month. Uh, cause I, I just, I'm a huge music fan, so I love everything that's on it. Um, it's just a, such a fantastic movie, and I think for and some, it's an important story. You know, it it's is, a true story about yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, us being in the you know the the you know the podcasting and show business, being behind the microphone is, I it, you know, it kind of relates to us a little bit. Is that anything? Absolutely. Is that anything you ever thought of at least giving a try at some point, like hosting a radio show or even a podcast from that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have back in New Zealand. I I had a radio show. Um, it was very unique. It was about cryptozoology. It was called uh, The Cryptid Factor, and I did that with a, a couple of buddies of mine, and we've kept that going. Uh, we turned it into a podcast, and then when I moved to L.A., it was quite hard for um, the three of us to do it you know, o- online together, although we are. technology has, uh, has got better since we kind of discovered it was too hard so we may get back into it i i do love being behind the mic it's uh, working on the radio is is still probably uh the most fun you can have out of out of any of the uh entertainment art forms yeah oh, yeah just because yeah. it's you know there's no one staring at you <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the truth <laughs> add it add it to the list of things to do once that list that you have there reaches 10 <laughs> yeah man yeah no i would <laughs> i would like to i'd I, I drive around listening to lots of Sirius XM, you know, all the um, yeah. hundreds of radio stations, oh, and I yeah. think, man, I could be on one of these. People could listen to me in their car. Honestly, <laughs> I I could hear you talk. I mean, we, I love accents from New Zealand, Australia. Like, I I I it wouldn't matter what you were talking about. I could probably just listen to you babble on about whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could because I would probably rave on about all sorts of bizarre things that people <laughs> wouldn't be interested in but that's <laughs> hey that's exactly what mind. we do and somehow people keep coming back so exactly <laughs> oh good um, before we let you go you have i know you have a new film at least imdb says it's coming out uh this friday which we're talking to you on a wednesday but as our listeners hear this it, it would have come out this past weekend but hunt for the wilder people um th- is that releasing limited i guess this week yeah it is yeah this is uh taika waititi's film and if you're a fan of um, what we do in the shadows, it's the it's the same director. Uh, he's also worked with Jermaine and I, uh, directing Concord's episodes. And yeah, he's a he's a really good friend, known each other for a long time. And and this this particular comedy, uh, it's a family movie, so it's exactly the same type of um, humour that we we always do, which is that silly, bizarre, um, you know, uh, self-effacing kind of. Um, optimistic humor uh mm. but you can but it's a but this is a family one so you know you can take kids as well um so it's yeah it's 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 a beautifully put together film about uh survival and i play a uh yeah i, I play an absolute nut job in this movie <laughs> um, a guy <laughs> 
conspiracy freak that lives out in the uh, out in the Wapcacks, as we say in New Zealand, which is the uh, middle of nowhere in the forest. Um, yeah, well, it wasn't too much of a stretch actually, actually playing that role. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye out to see if it's uh, anywhere around us for sure. And I know, like you said. You've worked with Taika on um, what we do in the shadows and a few other projects. Now he's also directing the new Thor movie. And is there any chance that we'll see you pop up in the new Thor movie? Because that would be pretty awesome. That would be awesome, but I certainly have not received a phone call yet. <laughs> ah, damn it! I can't see why they wouldn't want me in in a Marvel uh, you know what? blockbuster. Come on. Mm- Marvel has, I mean, they have a tendency to really find a way to to eat to really fit comedy into their movies. So I I yeah. would see a perfect fit for you in there. Yeah, they they they're doing it more and more, and um, I think that's why they got Tiger involved. And you know, it's it's um, it's great. I might I might I might be a, a step too far for them, but let's let's <laughs> see. Maybe, yeah. maybe Thor four. Let's see how how Tiger's <laughs> one goes. Yeah, and Thor, Thor's from Australia, so I mean the accent's not too exactly. far. Exactly. So I can yeah. see it. <laughs> Make uh, some phone calls. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're not going to take up any more of your time, Reese. We really appreciate you coming on, but of course, we want to send everybody who's listening right now to check out Wrecked on TBS Tuesdays at ten o'clock. As we've said, we've seen a number of episodes, and we highly enjoy it. So we know our listeners will too. Uh, and of course, we want to send people uh, to your social media as well. Follow you on Twitter at Reese Darby. Yeah, that's right. So I've got um, quite a few followers now. I'm trying to get. In, I'm in the triple figures, uh, <laughs> and I'm trying to get into the the quadruples. I don't know why. I don't <laughs> meet any of these people. Some of them annoy me, but um, this is life in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sure is. Well, that's your list right there too. That'll put you over into double digits. That yeah, I could contact all of those followers for the tour. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, you got at least at least two more for after this now, so you're two steps closer. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Reese, thank you so much for joining us. This was an absolute blast. No worries, guys. Great chatting to you.